Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, at least you are here. So look, today's a bit of a hard one. I have, well, I have been feeling, just feeling a lot of feels. As I, you know, wrote this episode and recording it today, it is about the one year anniversary of my grandfather passing away. And I purposefully decided to write this episode around this time period to talk about what I'm really going through, all the motions, and bring it to light in this episode today. So you may have seen some posts about it. Um, So my grandfather passed away from bowel cancer a year ago. He was in palliative care. However, beforehand, he had what's called the rally, which is there. They start to get a little bit, bit better. And then he ended up passing away peacefully in his sleep. And I think this is the part where, look, for me, thought work is on the outs. I don't really use it in regards to death specifically, and I'm going to talk about how and where it should be used. But the real focus when it comes to death and grief, it's really about processing emotions. And it sounds so basic, and I'm going to elaborate on why we sometimes kind of overcomplicate this. So look, firstly, why I think thought work itself, as in the model specifically, should sit outside of death. We use the model and thought work to see how our thoughts are making us feel and if we don't like that result. In this scenario, do we really not want to be sad about death? Like really ask yourself, do you want to be happy about that? Now you might be saying yes, but I wonder If you're thinking of a loved one passing away, are you saying yes in the sense that you want to have the absence of that feeling of grief, grief and sadness, that painful feeling of loss? Grief ultimately is a universal experience. Like, think about it. No one complains about being too happy. Like, God, I wish I wasn't so happy all the time. All animals experience grief and grief isn't logical. So if you're religious, I remember when I was eight years old and I would lose family members, I had that strong faith or belief that they were in heaven and I could communicate to them through prayer. Yet when they passed away, I was still very sad. And in a way, how does that actually make sense if I believe that they are a better place and I can still have that at least one way communication from them? Also, grief and death from an evolutionary and biological standpoint, it's actually pretty functional for our survival. For example, if a caregiver died, that sense of loss and grief typically gets us to reach out to others. And it actually kicks off a biological reaction of stress in the body. Like your brain interprets this as a direct threat to you and physical pain. And what I see in some areas of coaching, which are totally fine, but my perspective here is we try to rationalize death and grief. I typically hear, 
you know, accept it. We're all going to die one day. It's a part of life. You know, you can still have a relationship with that person because everything is determined by your thoughts. So, you know, technically the memories and the thoughts you have about that person now is like having a relationship with them. Technically, that is true from a model and thought work perspective, but it's a lot harder to do thought work when they're gone. Like it's easier to have those thoughts about the person when they are physically there because humans are very literal. Like person is alive and well equals, you know, safe. Versus a person who's passed away, you're going to have a lot more sad thoughts than you are kind of redirecting your brain around the fact that, yeah, you can still have a relationship with them. You still know that they physically are not there. And for me, knowing that we all die doesn't make death any better. Even accepting that death happens to all of us, that doesn't change the fact that you lose people in your life. And thoughts, which are meant to be helpful, like some people have said to me, well, you know, they would want you to be happy. They wouldn't want you to grieve. Yeah, but I'm fucking grieving right now. I am sad. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't change the feelings that I have at this time. So for me, I don't actually suggest doing thought work on the actual loss or absence of someone. The fact is they are dead and you miss them and it hurts and you may have had a complicated relationship with that person so maybe you are relieved and sad at the same time that is okay your feelings are valid and you are allowed to grieve people dying sure it's a part of life but sometimes it fucking sucks now some people have found what I discussed around, you know, still having the relationship with a person through your thoughts, etc. Really, really helpful. And if it does, oh my God, that's great. And I encourage you to go ahead and do it. But I know that there are people out there who they almost want permission to feel sad and to not have to be the strong one, to be able to break down and to be able to just say, you know what? I get it. It's a part of life. Doesn't mean I have to fucking like it. Maybe you were a carer for that person. Maybe they were a burden. And like I said, now you have mixed thoughts on how you're supposed to feel. And humans are weird. (laughs) My grandfather, like I wanted my grandfather to go peacefully with the cancer. But once he passed, I hated the fact that he passed away. If I put that through like an artificial intelligence or a robot or like pure logic, that makes no sense. I want one thing and then I'm sad about the other. That's because we're humans. We're not black and white. We're all mixed up. We're all mixtures of gray here. So what I suggest is you do thought work on what I call the afterthoughts of death. Not the death itself, but any should haves, could haves and I wishes. I wish I spent more time with them. If only I was a better daughter. I shouldn't feel relieved that they passed away. They were my parents. These thoughts lead to shame. And I believe they're there to distract you from the actual grief and make you feel a little bit more in control of the situation. Think about it. If only I cared for him more. 
Well, then what? Really, ask yourself, what does that mean? Would that make you less sad? No, you'd be just as sad as if you spent all your time with them. I shouldn't feel relieved. Well, why? Well, they're all my parents. So? Well, I'm supposed to have a bond with them and I'm supposed to miss them. Well, why is it wrong to feel better after months of care or seeing them suffer at the end of their life, where potentially you may have become a parent to your own parent? Why is it bad that you want them to go peacefully? I should have spoken to them earlier or I shouldn't have had that fight with them. Well, what difference would that have made? Oh, well, we'd be friends again and and they would have known this, etc. You know, I I would have had the chance to, to tell them this before they died. Why does that matter now that they're gone and not before? All these thoughts relate directly back to you and nothing to do with the person. It's about how you acted, what you did, your own thoughts, that shame. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're all human after all. But these are the thoughts that you need to do thought work on and model and choose. How do I want to feel about the fact that I am relieved that this person passed away? And you're, of course, allowed to think this. But at the end of the day, I think they distract you from the loss of the actual person. It brings up different emotions and it kind of takes away that focus wherein your brain is almost thinking it's getting some sort of control like I said before if only I did this only I did that better it's like if I almost like if I do that for next time but the fact is when you're grieving a loss you could have done everything and you're still going to feel sad or maybe even relieved which comes to my next topic around experiencing grief. It is a weird emotion. It is painful and therefore really easy to buffer with. Now, look, you can choose to buffer. That is fine. But please take note. Emotions are like a pot of boiling water. You put that lid on it for too long, it bubbles up and it just explodes through the pot. And mine came on so weirdly coming up to the anniversary of my grandfather's death. I found I was very argumentative and kind of weirdly pushing my partner away and almost expecting this closeness. Like I just, for some reason, I didn't feel very close with him, which is weird because of, and because of thought work, I'm usually very good at quickly picking up what it is. But I was observing my behavior in this sense and I'm like, something's going on here like nothing nothing has happened like I couldn't pick up on the thought and to be fair I didn't do too much work on it but I just couldn't put my finger on why this you know why I was acting and feeling this way and then I realized my body was almost preparing to grieve like it felt stressed and I was expecting protection almost from my partner And over the days coming up to it, it was very much like I need attention. Like I almost felt like I needed to be like parented, 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 you know, like hugged and like really kind of like cared for. Once I let myself just feel that grief, 
which for me is a mix of pain and sadness. I promise you it does flow easier. The first time my grandfather passed away, if we compare griefs to like waves crashing against you, it can be hailing. And as we know, swimming against really big waves isn't a good idea. You're going to get hurt. And then you do start to have periods where the waves may stop and everything's at peace. And then maybe you remember that they're gone and then they start up again. And that painful wave of almost like knives and water comes back. And then there is almost sometimes some shame about feeling happy and forgetting when the waves are quiet. And here's the thing. I don't think grief is like the metaphor that I use for emotions in a house house fire. Griefs are waves crashing against you. And they will be hard, but they will also stop. And sometimes they will get soft. As in, you know, at the very start, it can be unpredictable. But fighting against the waves will make it so much harder and you will drown. What I'm saying is grief is fucking hard. It is sad and you can make it worse when you don't allow yourself to be there. When you don't allow yourself to feel the loss and the pain. They can rock you to your core. But like emotional diarrhea, you just, you gotta let it go. You gotta let it happen. And over time, the waves do get easier to manage. Maybe you learn when they're going to blow up next. Maybe you even learn how to ride them a bit. And maybe they soften over time. I'm not saying you're not allowed to buffer. It's fine, you're human. But give yourself some time to be sad. Or to just be in the emotion that you have at that time. Death is a part of life. But sometimes it fucking sucks. And that's okay. Death doesn't need to be rationalized out. I feel in society, humans are always trying to create meaning. Like, you know, death is due to because Eve ate that apple and that's why we die now and we don't live forever. Or we silver line it, like when we die, we go to heaven. Whereas sometimes I look at death and I just think, can it not just be sad that a loved one has passed on? And for me, that's what I realized I needed permission to say, Yes, this is a fact of life, and I fucking hate it. And I am sad, and I will miss my grandfather. So today, I am giving you permission to grieve and feel the pain and feel the emotions that come up for you. And look, it doesn't have to be doom and gloom either. Normalize the beautiful memories that you get to have with them and that bittersweet feeling of knowing that you had that and now they're gone. And at the end of the day, it's okay to miss or not miss someone. If you are feeling really strong grief right now, it really is, a lot of people say, it's something that you just kind of learn to live with. And when I hear that, it sounds very stoic, it sounds painful, but I have started to interpret that as you're never going to forget them and you're always going to remember that they're gone. But 
it those waves get easier over time sometimes they are going to be a bit painful and other times they're going to be a lot softer but it's by allowing the waves to be there allowing that emotional pain to be there that that's when the whole experience is going to be so much better for us we can't change death but we're sure allowed to feel fucking sad if we want to so that's all for today but take care my dears hey are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend you just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button well you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.